Hotel was going down. Welcome to today's episode of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch network. I'm D-Nail, Dizzle, DZ, 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 Don P, Don D, Don Rilla, your host with supreme confidence. Whether it's the game of basketball or the game of life, you got to add confidence in the clutch. Practice makes confidence. Pressure makes diamonds. Stay sucker free. Keep it a buck like Milwaukee. I am the IP. Stay woke or get out. Go ball or bust. You can't fit in when you're standing out. Last year was about branding. This one about expanding. Colorism is dead. Black is black. Every disagreement is not a fight. You get to make the decision, but you don't get to decide the consequences. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but not their own facts. No shine without the grind. I work for myself, so I guess I work for a boss. You buy once, you cry once. The chief creator of content, don't sink the ship just because you ain't the captain. If it doesn't fit, make it fit. Didn't reinvent the wheel, just a better design. These did. It takes a village to raise a kid, but still could produce an idiot. All black with a little bit of gold. Let me show y'all confidence in the clutch roll. Who with the spirit? Confidence and control. Get your confidence together. Get your clutch together. Support your own American-born African with mass appeal. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms, confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com, and wherever you listen to your podcast, search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, and review what's important. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at k and k Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. No, we're not getting on threats. Coming up, dump into the NBA. Then Draymond, Jordan, Jordan Dad, Harden, talking about Florida black history in public schools and that garbage. Carly Russell, Split the Bills, Sexy Red, you know what I mean? Stephen A. Smith, Nas, Magic, we get into everything, man. Like always, bring you quality content with strong opinions and facts. At Conference in the Clutch, we are feared more than love and never hated y'all because the hate don't bother me. Come ride me for a minute, man. Conference starts right now. Three, two, Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch. Yo, welcome to today's episode, 326 of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch network. Thank you to all the listeners, all the subscribers, wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you to all, thank you to all my viewers on YouTube. Appreciate y'all. Y'all know what it is. Just jumping to it right now, baby. Got the beat rolling. We rolling. Pistol Holden. NBA. Let's jump right into it. Y'all know where we at. After the WNBA, All-Star Weekend and Sabrina set the record for the men and women uh, three-point shootout. Of course, Steph going to step up. Yo, I challenge you, Sabrina. Everybody's talking about it. It'll be great to see. There are a few issues with the challenge, though. Man shooting one minute. Women shooting a minute and 10. So do we keep the man where it is or do we compromise and everybody shoots in a minute and five? Women also shoot at a closer distance. So do we go to the international distance to make it comparable because the men shoot further distance? So we, we can't deal with the ball. is None of that shit. But... Can we get to a minute and five, first of all? And can we use the international three as opposed to the women's three and the man's three and be in the middle? If we do that, then we can make it equal and everybody gives up something, then everybody gets something. Let me know in the comments, y'all. I think that'll work. Craft is craft. It's all good. Craft is craft. Now, (laughs) this Draymond, JP, Big Pool shit, like all this shit, like, get into an online and shit like I don't like it because Big Pooh grammar was fucked up in there and, and all that because he was heated you know what I mean when you heated you be texting fast in the motherfucker you know what I'm saying his daddy and all that shit like 
Call Dre a bitch and shit. Like, man, Dre, Dre, <laughs> Dre responds or watch your words. They usually don't go over well with man. So Dre's insinuating that Jordan called him a bitch. The same bitch. You know, the same bitch word <laughs> in the past. That, that Dre is called Brian and KD. Yo, I, so... I, <laughs> which don't usually go over well with man. Dre said, I just don't hit people and he was wrong with the way he handled it and he wishes him well he said all that on the pat bed podcast that this shit came up on again right you know what i'm saying it should happen opinions are opinions but both him and jp was tripping in practice right can we can we can we say that can we say they both was tripping that either somebody told him to chill out right and this is where i got into it one of my home girls i said yo man check this out it's shit that happens in practices that you don't want to get out. It's shit that happens in practices that do get out, and you tell motherfuckers to chill, don't say shit about, as far as anything, different levels, different situations, right? Because teammates get into it. You know what I mean? That shit gonna get out because it's physical, but if there is no cameras, that shit don't get out. If there was no camera, there wouldn't have been no problem. That's what people ain't saying right now. Because shit happened. What I don't like is all this later on shit. Because that ain't what's happening. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? When Pac got shot in Vegas and ended up dying from the gunshots, right then on the strip, cars should have veered off, followed them, and dead at that whole shit right there. But when everybody was told to keep their straps back at the hotel and all that, and we didn't need no straps, we going to the club, everything is straight. That's why Suge was looked at like, yo, man, you told everybody to use the straps, not have their straps. We didn't have security detail we supposed to have. We had all these cars in a row and couldn't know. That's where the fishy shit come into play. Right? All that, but they went and did what they did back in at home in, in, in LA and Compton and Inglewood and shit. Right? No, like Sebo said, all that later on shit ain't was happening. We would have chased them punks down and capped them. That's what Bo said. Bo Loke. Shout out, Sebo. So, yeah, all this shit later on, and now everybody wants to say shit online. I don't agree with that shit. You know what I mean? I don't agree with that shit. Dre can now finally say what provoked him to step to him. Pool and company can now say, leave me alone, right? So what now? What now? Dre supposed to fight JP Daddy? Like, come on, man. No, I ain't fight nobody daddy. Come on, G. Oh, man, because all that tough retaliation, revenge, and get back shit should have happened in October. Like, if it was squash, it was squash. But there's no way people are trying to say, Draymond shouldn't bring it up no more. He tra- he got traded and you sh- they chose you over him. And why you said bringing it up, Draymond? That's a bitch move. No, it ain't. Draymond just want to say what he want to say. Just like, because he couldn't say shit before when he was on the team. He ain't even say shit bad. He said, he said, I just don't hit people. I mean, the motherfuckers did some shit to make me hit them. He was wrong with the way he handled it. I mean, he should not hit him. And he wishes them well. But people miss that shit. You know what I mean? They miss the shit because they only want to respond to the negative of words don't usually like, words like that usually don't go over well with men, right? They don't like his way he put it in those terms. They, they got to figure that out. Because what those people don't understand, you can't control what nobody does, says, or thinks. The real shit 
from the pod <laughs> that Draymond said on Pat Beverly's shit that he doesn't like CP3 and now they teammates and they got to figure that shit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the real shit. Fuck all this JP bullshit and all that shit that happened. No, 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 no. No, you got another motherfucker that be with the same shit like Draymond. One nigga punches cats in the nuts. The other motherfucker kicks niggas in the nuts. And now they on the same team. And Draymond said on the podcast, he don't like that nigga. That's the issue. But we ain't worried about that, right? Because now they got to coalesce his teammates. Both are the type of players that you hate to play against, but you want on your damn team, like Pat Bev. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Their job is to make their teammates play harder and better. So shit, get your popcorn ready, right? Get your popcorn ready like T.O. shit. That's the motherfucking real thing on the pod. What the fuck are we talking about? Some shit that happened in October, folks. Shit, silly motherfuckers. Let that shit go. You know what I mean? It's all good, man. Thoughts and prayers to everybody involved. Now, your man James Harden, talking about he's going to make things uncomfortable and feel if he's not trading. Okay, G. All right. Houston wanted to pay you. They offered you mad bread to stay there. You said, nah, B, I'm out. Brooklyn wanted to pay you. No, get me the fuck up out of here. <laughs> so now you put yourself in a situation where the Sixers are in control and they hold the fucking leverage. Nigga, you talking about you gonna make it, you gonna make it uncomfortable? Nah, Joel, Troel, and B will make it uncomfortable for you, G. Because for one, you ain't the hard from three years ago. You couldn't sustain Game Six and Game Seven against Boston. You didn't show the fuck up. You cannot just get to L.A. And why you want to go out there anyway and play with them? I mean, you should have been trying to get to the Lakers, not the Clippers. Shit. Trade D'Angelo Russell for James Harden right now on that contract that Russell got. You want that money. What'd he get? Russell got like two years for $39 million. Trade James Harden for uh, D'Lo right now. I'll take that trade if I'm the Lakers. Put that shit in the trade machine. And James, will you getting this money though? <laughs> will will uh you you already player opted in and shit? So I don't know how that how they can do that shit, but we'll see in December trade. Yeah, fuck all that. Trade James Harden for D'Angelo Russell in December. We'll figure out the particulars after that shit. Let that shit ride. Let's do that. I got you, James. I'm your man. I got you. So Because if you really wanted to get to the Clippers, you would have signed that low-ass mid-level contract instead of getting your money. But you want your money, right? So play your ass off. Stay professional. And that trade will happen. We're trading D'Angelo Russell for James Harden out in L.A., man. I don't know how that's going to work, though, for L.A. All right. All right, y'all. Let's get into it. Politics. Politics is usually wild, my friend. Motherfuckers down there doing it again with this bullshit. And I'm a fucking black man. I'll slap a motherfucker with my fucking right hand, bitch. All right, so this Florida black history for public school bullshit, like, yo, yo, I don't understand. This shit is right in front of your fucking face. You can't erase what is in front of you. You can't take the history and say, nah, B, motherfuckers don't even teach black history, motherfucker. Like, what are, what are you talking about? Like, how do you, how did this shit fly? I don't understand. So the Florida Board of Education approved a new set of standards of how black history, which is American history, first of all. Why the fuck is it black history? We ain't talking about all the shit from Africa. Shit that happened in this country since y'all brought us over to this bitch. That's American history. That ain't no African black history, motherfucker. Are you kidding me? 
So y'all changing how the shit taught in the public state's public schools. So let's see what CNN says. CNN said, per CNN, the new standards come after the state passed new legislation under Governor Ron DeSantis, or in the terms of President Trump, Ron DeSanctimonious, that bars instruction in schools that suggest anyone is privileged or oppressed based on their race or color. Motherfucker. <laughs> Listen. The oppressors don't want to tell the oppressed how they should feel. That doesn't work for anybody. Right? You can't tell the offended how they should feel. They say offended, you got to look at it. I may apologize for what I, I, I apologize if I offended you, but I did not apologize for what I said. That is my fucking rule, right? Because I don't want to offend. You might not like what I said, and I'm not trying to attack you, but I don't want to offend you. That is my thing. That is my thing as a man. You know what I mean? Bars instruction in schools that suggest anyone is predatory or oppressed based on their race or motherfucking color of their skin. We are oppressed every motherfucking day in this country. Yes, we can power through, push through, make things work for us. But, yo, you cannot. You cannot say that the oppression of the blacks in this country by the hands of the whites does not have an effect to this day. We still are oppressed. We still don't get the same opportunities. We don't have a white privilege. We have a black disadvantage. In order to have a white privilege, in order to have a privilege, that means some people are, are at a disadvantage. In order to have a strong black woman, that means there's a weak black man. You know what I mean? Like you can't have. It's a positive and a negative. This is life. This is how shit is brought into the world, the universe. You can't have light without the dark. You can't have the sun without the dark. You can't. Don't get me. So let me just, so let me get this right. Y'all want to talk about and control how racism and history is taught in the schools because you don't want to want your children to feel like, oh my gosh, what my great, great, great grandfather did and my great, great, great grandmother did down here in the South was so heinous and what they did in the North and how they treated blacks that came up here was so heinous that I'm going to treat black people better and I'm going to use my white, you don't want them doing that, right? So new standards require instruction for middle school students to include how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. You're right. The personal benefit of the skills we learned while we were pressed under slavery helped us get jobs that the, that the poor white people were mad that we had. And they formed unions in the north because these skilled blacks were coming up north and they were getting their jobs and they didn't like that shit. You motherfucking right. But slavery is how we got the shit. And that's the first part where the shit is fucked. You can't you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't tell a person slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Slaves. They don't say people. <laughs> right? They don't say Americans. It say slaves. So that's the first thing. Nope. Nope. High school students, when they learn about events such as 1920 OCO massacre, Rosewood, all this shit, that acts of violence per per. per Acts of violence perpetrated against and by African-Americans. Yeah. So we're supposed to just let the white people make fake ass lies. Don't allow us to vote. And I stand up for our rights. So we was killing motherfuckers. Huh? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. This is what I'm talking about. You can't do that shit. This is laughable. The motherfuckers is letting this shit ride. Nah, B. Straight bullshit. This is America. That's the Confederacy, though. Right. These racist ideologies and sweeping across the country from the South Florida, 
the taxes up to motherfucking Wisconsin where I'm at right now. My thing is, how can you regulate what the teachers say in their classroom? The kids got to go home. You got to record me on your phone and all that shit. You can't. Teachers going to say what the fuck they want to say. Ain't nobody riding with that. Teachers union will never allow cameras in the classroom for you to really catch a motherfucker. So you got to tell the truth, man. But you don't want your children to be sympathetic to the minorities in this country and use their white privilege to help make this country a better country. That's why. That's why. You trying to bar instruction that suggests anyone is privileged or opposed based on their race or skin color? White people changing how history is taught? Is that not a motherfucking privilege? Because your sympathetic, woke children will learn about blacks one way or another. Y'all know that, right? They've been learning through the rap music anyway. You know that, right? They will know what their slave owner ancestors are and the atrocities they have ravaged against the blacks in this country, right? And they will use their white privilege not to give it up, but to lift the downtrodden, right? So thank you for putting this shit in because you awaking, <laughs> you've awoke your children and their children that they're not going to be with the bullshit because they use their white privilege. They don't have to give a fuck about what's really going on because they still got their white privilege, but they're going to use their white privilege to help. They're not going to disregard it and say, hey, man, I'm not going to use my privilege, but I'm using my privilege for good not to trample upon you. Okay? You know in the comments, man. That one right there? Yeah. That one right there, that's, 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 that's what that's about. All right. Motherfuckers. <laughs> These motherfucking Republicans, man. The Democrats are watching y'all ass too. All right. Carly Russell. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to the Republicans down in Florida. They need, they need, they need some help. Carly Russell, Smollett. Shit is not a game, man. Listen. What if she is saying is true, y'all? Nobody, nobody is jumping out here and, and really saying, what if what she is saying is true? Damn, that's fucked up, right? Because she have a mental health issue. We would never know. HIPAA laws, right? You know what I'm saying? She need a little help. Could it be a physical health issue that she just had an episode and just can't take it? You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. All those things can be true. The great thing, the great thing is a group of people across this country believe that a black woman was abducted and organized and mobilized and tried to find her. That's the best thing that fucking could have happened. We saw it on social media. We saw it on the news. That's the best fucking thing that whenever anybody is taken, knowing everything that was going on, when a white woman gets uh, uh, abducted or anything like that, how things mobilize. And we saw that happen for a black woman. That's all we asked was for the same motherfucking respect. Do you know how hard it is to find a missing black woman and an infant? Do you know... The scene of the car and the belongings there, how on high alert the authorities were that they got the 911 call and they heard the call and motherfuckers on all this shit and somebody said they was hollering and screaming and, and they got the call. It was an infant on a... St do, you, do you know how those authorities were traumatized probably when they got to that scene and saw that shit? This is not police wasted time. So y'all got it fucked up. The police did what they were supposed to do. They did their job that we think of because they went to the car. They reported what the fuck was going on. They did their job. They did their job. This is not wasted police time. We know how when a white woman gets abducted, things organized. We know how it goes when a black woman and brown man, we got it. 
The infant was a bad lie, though. Right. And I think the infant led them to like, hold up, man, wait a minute. The infant and her is gone? Like, and then they got to researching a little bit. Just to mind the police. Where's the fucking... Nobody reported the infant missing. No, like... So then they get to digging deeper into Carly's history and all this shit. Like, I'm pivoting now. Like, fuck all that other shit. We digging, we digging into the history. We're going to Target for snacks, taking toilet paper and a roll from her job. Internet searches, how to steal from a cash register, the movie taken, Amber Alerts, how much a Greyhound ticket to Birmingham to Nashville. Like, come on, G. That's when it gets to hold up. Hold up, because we got real black women that's missing out here, right? So if this isn't a mental health thing, this is a Jesse Smollett thing. Cheerios and granola bars with no water. Cheez-Its and granola bars with no water. Mouth dried in a bitch. Surveillance shows. Carly walking through her neighborhood, not running home and shit. Like, you know, of course you get the black Twitter and the black sites and all that. Reportedly her boyfriend was cheating on her with a stripper. I don't know how the hell they got that information. You know what I'm saying? So in other words, she stays her abduction to try to get her man back. Is that what y'all saying? Well, did she want to get some? <laughs> or did she want to get some new new? And that was her story. I got abducted. Remember, she wasn't assaulted. She had like a scratch on her. Remember, no sexual assault. Remember that. No assault. No allegations of assault. That means there's no DNA evidence. Because if she was with somebody, they have to run a rape kit. They will find semen. They don't want to do that. She wouldn't want to do that because if she was with a man, he would go to jail. Or she would have to come clean about her story. Now, if it comes out that all this shit is some made up shit, she needs to be prosecuted for the shit. I don't know if jail time or her repaying and they calculate how many man hours was spent on this shit because it's more than that. She had the country worried about her with her and the baby being abducted like that. Like, so she definitely needs to be prosecuted for the shit and whatever fine they, whatever. I don't know if she needs to go to jail. And if it's a mental health thing, she needs all the help she can get. Because there are too many blast missing black women that are not found. There are too many missing children that are not found. Thoughts and prayers. We got a lot of us in the media right now. We got her. We got the trucker lady. Trucker social media person from Houston jailed in Dubai for yelling in public. You got to know the laws of the land. I don't know why Americans, we want to go somewhere we can't be American at. You cannot go over there in the Muslim countries, especially as a woman, thinking you can do what the fuck you want to do like you're in America. That shit does not work. We got a Wisconsin soldier who got into it, had gotten a fight in South Korea, went and did like 40-something days in the joint down there. God, I was supposed to come here for military discipline and said, fuck that, I'm not getting on a plane. Goes on a tour and runs into North Korea? Hell, what the fuck? North Korea is our enemy. Their enemy. They're not our enemy. I ain't got no problem with them over there. They ain't this shit to us. Not the blacks. 
So, y'all tell me what the fuck's going on, y'all. <laughs> Let me know what y'all think, man. Know what y'all think. All right. Split the bill fiasco. Shout out to Player Clee. Player Clee showed me this shit. All right. It was some young people. It was down in Georgia at a restaurant. It was a $4,000 bill. It was like 10 of those, right? We know gratuities added to any groups of parties of six or more. A 20% tip is necessary or don't go out for entertainment purposes. Remember, you don't go out to eat good food. You go out to eat for entertainment purposes. The entertainment is all that shit. I never had that type of bill that was that high going out to eat, and I never had that deal. Um... Now, if the deal was arranged that we're going to take care of the bill 10 ways, you got to know that going in. And that's fine if that's what you want to do. But at the worst, split the birthday girl shit, that's it. Not the bill. Like, if that's what it is. Most time we go out, it's always, I got, I got, I got, I got my homeboy. Y'all don't worry about it. I, it's my dime, whatever, whatever. Because maybe y'all went out for your birthday. They took care of you, but now we in a group. It is what it is. Somebody else just going to throw money anyway. Like, yo, woo, 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 and this, it is what it is. Unfortunately, I've been on the side of going out for my birthday, but we had to pay more because you don't know how motherfuckers don't be tipping and shit that you with. You end up paying more money The money coming to you But I'm just gonna put it on my car You know some people got the Cash rewards Bonus points back Whatever whatever Wanna put it on their credit card To get all the points and shit So whatever But that was before the days Of Venmo and Zelle And cash shopping niggas money That it's all good That it don't matter But The people that ordered Calamari and the soda On the $4,000 bill Should not have to pay $450 I don't give a fuck What nobody said Unless they knew that going in, and then they got to tripping like, hell no, nah, y'all. That's something different. That's something different. I'm not splitting the bill when I order maybe $50 worth of shit. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that. No, no, no. But that only arrangement, type, type of arrangement is only for some, because the people that go out, understand we splitting the bill 10 ways. I don't even understand that. I don't. My OG talked to me about that, but like we said, communication is key. If that's how they go out, well, they're going out with everybody down there getting the same type of shit where we don't matter. We're drinking, whatever it is, what it is. If you find yourself in that situation, though, you know not to go out with certain people the next time, right? Because this is young people shit. I, know, I remember one time I went out with a coworker, simple shit like a burger, and uh, she was like, I got it, I got it, I got it, right? And it's unfortunate one of them days I ain't had no cash on me. And uh, she's talking about, uh, I don't leave tips. What the fuck you mean you don't leave tips? Uh, when I say I was embarrassed, I was so fucking embarrassed. And I even went and I asked him, like, man, can I, can I leave a tip on my card? And unfortunately, no, I would have had to buy shit. And I wasn't even thinking just to buy something to leave that, that person a tip, buy a soda. I mean, anything, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I was more... Because the woman tried to have an attitude about leaving a tip and shit. So I, y'all know me. <laughs> It was been an argument, y'all. So, you know what I mean? But that that whole split the bill shit is young people shit, man. It happens to everybody, man. You know who not go out with certain people, man. All right. So, sexy rap. Pound Town just left Pound Town at the high school. Now, the middle finger coming in. The blood, the kappa, the booty hole sign, whatever the fuck it is, were for her camera crew when she came in. She was doing all this shit. Ah, bitch, ah. She was doing that shit for her camera crew and not the students. She wasn't like, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, blood. You. She wasn't doing that shit. Booty hole, booty hole, booty hole. She wasn't doing that shit. She did this to her camera when she walking in on the side of the bleachers, right? Did she perform Pound Town at the high school? No. 
But rappers do have clean versions of, for the, of, of songs, but did she perform it? No. She played her music, one of her songs, and she walked up in the gym like, yeah, I'm turned up. They had an assembly, right? That's her music. I don't know if it was her high school. I don't know what it was, but her former high school. Students rushed the floor, right? Because they was geeked. Then she spoke to the students about why she was there and the backstory of why she was donating. Because when she went to prom, she struggled. She didn't have money for certain things. So what she did, she provided haircuts for the young man and bundles of hair for prom students to women during prom week, man. Round of a fucking applause. So all you punk motherfuckers out here hating on this woman and don't know the details, talking about what she shouldn't have done, calm the fuck down. C-E-T-F-D. I need to... Whatever, CTFD, however it's going to come across the screen, calm the fuck down. Regardless, she did more for that school than the people hating on her, huh? Huh? She did more for that school than the people hating on her. She might not be for you, might not be for me. However, to those students she helped, she was everything to them. So we got to respect Sexy Red for that shit, yo. All right, quick ones, yo. Quick ones, quick ones, quick ones. Um, Stephen A. On his show Friday... The Stephen A. Smith show says he wants Shannon Sharp on first take. He said he been he ain't been adamant about it. He went to his bosses. He wants this shit to happen. Negotiations are going on. He wants him on first take in any capacity. Dope. Right? He's quote, you don't win by standing still, you adapt and evolve. End quote. All this shit with the laboratory show and he mad at Dan, even though that's his man. Over trying, they trying to say he fucked up sports talk shows and all this shit. The debate style show. Fucked up sports shit. I don't know, Dan, but Dan, highly questionable. That was one of my favorite shows and shit, right? When it went off, I was there that day when Bamani left and y'all shed tears. I was there the last day when Lebertar was leaving ESPN and shit. That was a sad moment for the show because I loved it. I loved everything that show represented and what it gave you. And um, it was a debate, but not like first taking them where him and Bamani bounce shit off of each other, him and Mina, him and Pablo, him and Israel bounce shit off of each other and shit. And it doesn't get heated where they're yelling and shit, but it was the nice show. You know what I mean? So Stephen A is mad and he's trying to show motherfuckers this is why we number one and we finna, I'm finna destroy all you motherfuckers. He said he's going five days a week on his pod because he done fit, he done shit done turn. Like he said, all the ESPN layoffs, I could be next. He's setting that shit up, man, for him to do his shit and be like, yo, man, listen, because he got more freedom over there to do what the fuck he want to do. And he number one. Winning. Winning. <laughs> all right, y'all got that new Nas Magic too? Shit. I think I may be a Magic Series fan over King Disease or... Produced by Hit Boy. If I'm not mistaken, it's five albums in the last three years. Both series are dope. Hit Boy, to me, sonically takes more risk. We're giving Nas a different sound on the Magic series than the King's Disease series. But Nas rhymes are more focused, to me, on the Magic series. Um, King Disease 3 had no features. Magic 2 has... Two features with 50 and the song he released with uh, 21, 21. The drums. Shout out to Hitboy. The drums and how a West Coast IE cat can have the science of the burrows and his drums is remarkable, man. It's remarkable. And Nas rhyme, come on. Nas, Nas, Nas. You know what I mean? It's Nas. 
is Nas. He's just free. His mind is free. He got his money, got his investments. He got everything he needs. He's just free to just rap. You know what I mean? No beef, no nothing. Just straight rap. Hard bars, man. Like, it's Nas, man. It's a dope album, man. Get a listen. All right, y'all. Let me know. Let me know what's going on with y'all, man. Hit me in the comments, man. You know, I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to this show. Shout out to my boy, Melvin. I was with him last night. What up, MJ? Had a good-ass time kicking it. Shout out to... Heron and Fry, we went to a, a co-worker's retirement party, man. They're getting out of education, man. It's that time. Um, retirement age, though. But shout out to Erica. Went out. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Kells. Went out to uh, – we was down, <laughs> down downtown, man. Shit was all right. This shit was all right, man. Had a good time. It's confidence together. It's clutch together. Support your own American-born African with mass appeal, man. Listen to the network on various platforms, confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com. Everywhere you listen to your podcast, search Conference in the Clutch. Follow, share, read, and review is important. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram at KNK. Visit us on Facebook at Conference in the Clutch, man. Shout out to all my listeners. I only got some. I only got a few real ones, man. Yeah, I mean, shout out MJ. Weekly, Donald Nelson, D Nell, Dizzle, DZ, D's Us, Dizos, Don P, Don D, Don Rilla. Host Conference in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson at Conference in the Clutch podcast about sports, entertainment, music, culture, religion, politics, and society. Have a safe and healthy night if you listen during the daytime. Credit great day on purpose, y'all. Hey, my boy said, yo, I ain't even know you on YouTube. He's like, but y'all cut the grass. I do everything, fam. I'm confident in the clutch. I can't do shit without listening to confidence in the clutch. Salute, King. But yeah, YouTube, I'm out there, man. Peace.